0: What's up, everybody? It's Candace Cooper here from Locked On ACC Podcast, and we're ready to get started. We're going to talk a little bit about Joey Baker deciding to transfer from Duke in the 11th hour. What decision will that mean for John Shire and company? More importantly, why so late? Why now? Maybe you just wasted four years of your life. I don't know. We'll have that debate, as well as the fact that Jordan Addison may have found a home, but it is not pit, according to several sources. Let's get that party started right now. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline Online is where the game starts. So we're getting right into it. Again, Candace Cooper here, Locked On ACC Podcast. Appreciate you making us your first listen each and every day, as well as my favorite college channels across the conference. I think all of the guys do a really Good job. Make sure you're following them. We have some new podcasts in case you missed it. Locked on Syracuse has new hosts as well as Locked on Canes. Shout out to the homie Alex Donovan who has damn near 1,000 subscribers already at the gate. Only been three weeks deep on that YouTube channel. So it's super exciting to see. More importantly, though, we have to talk about my favorite JJ Jackson scene, Locked on Blue Devils. He hosts there. But the Blue Devils are certainly trying to find an answer to the fact that Joey Baker has decided to take his talents elsewhere. The super senior will be transferring and he will just he will enter his name to the transfer portal and will require a special waiver because as Many of you know, some of you do not. The May 1st deadline was for players to enter the portal. If not, they had to ask for some special waiver because you get immediate eligibility. But then if you don't do it by May 1, then you got to figure it out. And so the timing of this seems super odd. Maybe Baker said, listen, I'm trying to play shires told him how many number one five-star recruits were coming in and the writing was certainly on the wall but it wasn't like joey baker was a slouch right a four-star prospect out of the 2018 class for duke baker was a top 40 prospect and the number four player coming out of the state of north carolina so all things the signs pointed to joey baker being a very good product For Duke. However, just during his time there, he only averaged about 11 minutes per game during his career with a high of 12 minutes, which is a little bit tough. So needless to say, the juice was not worth the squeeze, in my opinion. You know, I know everyone assumes I have this Duke bias or this bias because I love Carolina. But either way it goes, I think that Baker didn't get everything he could, could have out of his time at Duke. Coach K released a statement saying, it has been an absolute pleasure having Joey in our program. He's been a joy to coach and a great leader. I'm thrilled he'll be earning a degree from one of the greatest institutions in the world, and I wish him all the best. Now, looking for a John Shire quote about the transition, you won't find it. But doing my research and have yet to see anything come out from the current coach, so you take that for what you will. Now, On Twitter, of course, Joey Baker retweeted the tweet and statement from Duke Men's Basketball account in Coach K's sentences and said, it's all love, Duke Nation, and then released a full statement saying, my four years at Duke have meant the world to me. I have grown immensely as a player, teammate, and most importantly, as a person. My experiences I have been a part of will be memories that I will carry with me for the rest of my life. The relationships I have built are more meaningful than I can have ever expressed. And the lessons that have made me a better man. I want to thank every person within the program, but especially Coach K and our coaching staff for helping me make these best four years, these past four years, the best experience possible. You all have influenced me in ways you could few could understand. It'll be an honor to receive my degree from Duke this summer. And I look forward to my next stage in my career. Now, again, thanking Coach K for the opportunity. Of course, Coach K is the one who recruited them, although we have, we've come to know that John Shire is one of the best recruiters in the country, so it's interesting that he did not name the current Duke coach. I'm just saying, take it for what you will. I'm not trying to start no mess, but I ain't trying to not say stay away from no mess either, so I think that's Just very interesting. The writing was on the wall. It's been on the wall for a long time for Joey, but we'd love to hear your thoughts around whether or not you think that he wasted his time at Duke. I personally think that when you're trying to be one of the best in the country, and I get wanting, even if you have to be come off the bench from a place like Duke, if you're coming off the bench, like a Jeremy Roach, right. If you're coming off the bench, like a Trevor Keels and getting valuable minutes and getting good buckets, I'm totally for that but if Bates Jones is getting his number called and you're scratching your head, then he's coming in before friggin' Joey Baker. you start asking me a few questions. All T all shade. You know what I'm saying? I love, you know, the Jones family. I think the great shout out to the Giants, Daniel Jones, his younger brother Bates, but I feel like Joey was slightly more talented and like, that's just where it's at. So all that to say, where could Joey potentially be finding a new home? May 1st was the deadline again, as mentioned, It'll be hard for him as everyone's been on the recruiting trail. They're trying to find who they want. They've been already having these conversations. It's not like he's been the most hot topic buzzing name out there when it comes to hot transfers. It's almost as if the time is slowly getting behind him, and it'll be very difficult for him to find a decent home to get valuable minutes. Maybe he'll go, you know, to a smaller school and take over and really find his shot and his rhythm again. I think if I'm talking about ACC teams, that's something I'm hoping before for guys like uh, what's my guy's name Kerwin Walton from UNC right you just want guys to have an opportunity to really shine and prove themselves kind of find that you know mental energy it feels like a little bit lost when you do see yourself falling at the bottom of rosters so maybe it'll be a good fresh change for mr. Joey Baker and he'll find himself a new and important home what I will say though right? If he were to make an opportunity to well, if he were to find an opportunity within the ACC, could he potentially go to a place that we all have come to know well (laughs) here in the ACC when it comes to basketball? One that is regrouping itself when it comes to their coaching staff and how they're just trying to be a good, better program overall. I'm going to talk about the pain train here in just a second, but first want to remind you guys about my good friends over at Bet Online. If you have not yet gotten in on the betting action, you probably could get yourself a futures bet going on with the men's basketball season. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest odds news and sports development including this year's basketball playoffs we know that the warriors are taking on the Mavs. we know that the boston celtics are taking on the heat there's a lot of good basketball going on as well as major league baseball bet online you see your continued source for all sports wagering information live betting playoffs esports and just about anything you can imagine head to the website today or use your mobile device and learn more about the trends, that online is where the game starts. So I mentioned that Joy Baker is transferring, and there are options around here. And we all know that there have been coaching changes around the ACC. Like drawers, everyone just feels like they got to find a new home quickly, especially with schools that aren't necessarily on the top when it comes to Ross. When it comes to just rankings, and I think Louisville certainly has been in that conversation in terms of trying to buy that, trying to uh, get back to the top of the ACC. You saw Nolan Smith take the assistant head coaching job out there in Louisville, Kentucky, and Joey Baker, friend of the family. Maybe that could be a good option for Joey. Maybe just everyone loves a shooter, right? Everyone needs a non-melanated friend who can shoot the rock from behind the arc. I think if you get Joey up there, maybe give him an opportunity to really just get back in rhythm and find his shot. It would be a nice, happy home, right? I think that's something to consider. More importantly, I know that Louisville is certainly a school that's been through enough turmoil and drama and doesn't want any players who can maybe put them in a position that won't be successful. So why not choose someone that you know is a stand-up guy, a valued member of his former team, and and now has a degree under his belt? It just seems like the rhythm of where it could go Would be the perfect fit. And of course, you could figure out the loopholes of getting him to play quickly, doesn't have to worry about that in conference transfer issue, and you're ready to go. So maybe I'm pleading the case here for Joey Baker. Maybe I'm sitting here telling you this is who you guys need to point your direction at, Louisville. Louisville fans, I would love to hear from you whether or not you think this would be a good option for Joey to take his talents there, or if you're not interested. I know. Rosters are getting full and I know coaches are on the coaching trail, but it never hurts to dip your toe and get that veteran leader who can come in and show your guys what it's like to play in a final four and give the stories and all of that good stuff to talk about the hard work ethic it takes to be that competitor, you know, when it comes to late in the season. So There's my spiel. I'm I'm rooting for you, Joey. (laughs) Say all that to say. Got to check out the Locked on Louisville podcast with Dalton Pence, who definitely has great insight when it comes to the Louisville Cardinals. And again, making sure you check out Locked on Blue Devils podcast with J.J. Jackson. Now, I will say, because of course I have to be devil's advocate, pun intended. What are our thoughts here about Joey leaving Duke? Again, I mentioned Does it feel like four wasted years? Do you feel like he's going to have a redemptive season after all is said and done? It seems tough to go to a place like Duke expecting to be the man and then slowly find yourself not getting any good minutes, right? Like you get some minutes, but none that are valuable and none that are consistent. I always wonder how guys really fare when it comes to these sort of situations, because I know mentally you have to keep pushing yourself and like tell yourself that it's fine and it'll all work itself out. However, it's definitely tough to say how this guy will move forward in terms of finding his new home. But finding new homes aren't always the worst thing, right? Sometimes the best option for you is taking your talents to a new school, to new energy, to new vibes. I'm not mad at anyone who feels like they need an opportunity to go elsewhere. Which leads me into my nice segue and transition about my Blitnikoff award-winning friend, Jordan Addison. Now, Jordan Addison, the transfer portal was booming when news broke that former Pitt Panther wide receiver decided that he was going to transfer after his old wide receiver coach, Brennan Marion, decided to take his talents to the Longhorn State and coach at Texas. Now, all of us were saying, OK, well, it makes sense why he wants to transfer. But then when the options first came out, we were all a bit confused because at first the option was just USC. And we were sitting here saying, all right, well, he has a sort of relationship with Caleb Williams, I guess. Maybe they're homies. You know, it's always been like, now you have an opportunity to come out here. Like, let's do what it do. Jordan Addison training out there in California makes sense. But then you say, oh, hold up. He's been training in California with our favorite Heisman Trophy winner. My guy, Mr. Young, Mr. Bryce. And I think that's where you start to say, okay, I see why. Alabama's in the conversation. It makes 100% sense, but I'm just not understanding the need to just jump and go elsewhere. So I sit here and ask y'all, as someone who had been such a star at Pitt and understanding that, of course, Kenny Pickett left and your quarterback is not there for you, what would be the immediate need to run? And you sit there and say, of course, you want to stay loyal to the soil. You want to pull a Zay Flowers from Boston College and be like, this team, this program, this city has done so much for me. I'm not going to turn my back despite the multimillion dollar deals, all that good stuff. On the flip side of that, Jordan Addison has been in a position to where your coach left you. The guy who's been throwing you money balls has left. What more can you give to a program if they're not going to give you the assets to replenish it? Now, We say Keenan Slovis is coming, transfer, great. But we don't know for sure. We don't know their relationship. We don't even know if it's the same vibe. So it's hard to gauge whether or not it would actually work out. No fault of Jordan for exploring his options and the Wild Wild West of the NIL. We all know, friends, that this thing is not easy at all. We know that high valued, multi million dollar deals are at stake. There was reports that the $3 million deal plus housing was coming his way from USC. God only knows what Alabama has given him or even maybe Pitt has given him to stay. Nobody truly knows, but we all know the one one place with the almighty dollar, with the well-oiled machine, all pun intended, is Texas. I'm sure, again, his wide receiver coach, Brennan Marion, was there and the nice package was waiting for him as well. If it was three million at USC, it was probably five million at Texas, in my humble opinion. Now you say to yourself, if Jordan Addison is going to leave a pit, where are his choices, and what are the best options for him? I hate that none of them are the ACC. Because, truly, you got a couple great quarterbacks here in our conference that I think certainly use a Jordan Addison in their roster. So, not for nothing. I think the NC State team that is going to go to the college football playoffs, allegedly – Certainly, use a guy like Jordan Addison. I think a Brennan Armstrong going to Virginia. I know they can find some money out in Charlottesville, could certainly use a Jordan Addison, right? So, they're two quarterbacks off top. And then, if you want to go somewhere flashy where I can guarantee you would get some money, why not head over to Miami? Tyler Van Dyke is certainly going to be a great quarterback for you. You can get some great eyes on you and a team that's really going to try and run it back with Mario Cristobal. So, I understand the need to leave. It's difficult that it's not the ACC, but if he does decide, I guess I would have to lean on a couple of these choices. And I'm going to get my pick here in just a bit of where I feel like Jordan Ashen should go if he's going to get out of the ACC. But first, guys, I know the summer is right here. And you're trying to get right for the new year. It's gone. The summer body is fine. You know, you want to get a little bit tighter. So you are going to get some delicious birthday cake built pup, birthday cake puffs. I know you already got those. Now, I love brownies. But you know what I love more? Brownie batter. Sometimes I eat half the batter just while I'm making the brownies. Imagine if you could lick the brownie spatula clean and get some protein in. Well, you're in luck. Built has a new creation, and this one is better than ever. Brownie batter puff. Yes, you heard me right. The puff takes protein bars to a whole new level. level. And they're available right now. Go to built.com. You can get 140 calories, 17 grams of protein, and 17 grams of sugar with these brownie batter puffs. They are the perfect pick me up for any day. All Built Bar Puffs are comforted in 100% real chocolate. That means you can eat healthy and actually enjoy doing it. More importantly than that, I feel like you always want a delicious treat, something a little bit sweet post-meal. And you certainly will get that when you go to built.com using promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. Again, using promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. So we're wrapping up the show here, landing this plane. And of course, guys, Jordan, Jordan Schultz from ESPN tweeted out, at the Schultz underscore report, pit transfer and Blitnikoff winner Jordan Addison has narrowed his choices down to Texas and USC with a decision expected soon, per sources. Great, we love a good source. <laughs> now, Texas and USC, USC being the two options. If you were going to lead the ACC, which he's more than likely going to do, I strongly encourage him to go with what he knows. Yes. He's been training with Caleb Williams. Yes. Caleb Williams has thrown out there that he wants, you know, to have all the tweeting recruiting. That's real popular these days. Shout out to Armando Baycock doing the damn thing for UNC football, but I'm saying go with what you know, the Texas Longhorns have your wide receiver coach, They've got the money you want. They've got the quarterback quarterbacking viewers. Um, And I think that ultimately you're going to be on a big stage. You're going to be around a slew of money. You're going to get better because you're going to know you're going to be with the person who's allowed you to get this far. I mean, Blitnikoff and the War is nothing to sniff at and you're probably going to have fun. I feel like every, everything, all signs point to Texas. You just have to do your due diligence and make it work. Now, late in the midnight hour, Nick Saban could turn it around. I, you never know what he's going to do, what decision he can make. Maybe he ends up being like, I mean, you know, bump all this. I'm gonna stay right at Pitt. I love a good surprise. I love when sources tell things, and it could be absolutely wrong. So who knows? But my feeling, my gut check says that the young man is going to take his talents to Texas, to Austin, and play for the Longhorns. If you know what you're getting, I'm sure you checked out the lots on Big 12 podcast, my favorite of all the conference shows. Jordan Addison has made 100 catches for over 1,500 yards and 17 touchdowns with Pitt in 2021. So someone who is on, off the charts, ready to go, ready to dominate this season. And I think time is ticking you got to get ready for camp. You got to get ready for, you know, summer school, all those things, enrollment processes. It's time to just make a decision, not delay this bad boy. My only parting thought here, though, as we talk about NIL and guys figuring out where to go, and I don't know if anyone's ever seen the 30 for 30 documentary that was called The Best I Never Was, not to say that this is Jordan Aspen by any means, it's not related. But the story of my guy, Marcus Dupree, who truly was probably one of the best athletes and skilled players that I've ever witnessed on film just by watching, you know, past tape. And out of all the hoopla and hysteria, people telling him where to go, what to do, and all the flashy and all that kind of stuff before it was, and I, we called it NIL, right? It's amazing how his career never took off because of the decisions of the people that were in his ear. Not saying again, this has nothing to do with who I've talked about today. I'm just saying as we look and evaluate the NIL, can we have an honest conversation about the need to feel glory, all these players feeling glorified in the off-season process or in the transport portal, there it is, transfer portal process, or just in general from the recruiting process, I think if we don't get a handle on it, it's just going to get more outrageous. I think the way that guys have been throwing out numbers about how much some, somebody's getting, or, but you know, rumored to get, and they're still young, 18 to 22 year olds who barely know how to rub two pennies together or work, do their financial literacy correctly. I'm just saying the education piece needs to get better. I think that just the way people are not going to be sharks out here because there's, there's going to be some. We're going to hear some horror stories. As much as we are all like, oh, we're doing for good. This is all going to be changed. Great. I hope people have the right people around them to help them utilize their money because not for nothing, a lot of guys in the NFL go broke all the time for this stuff. So I think it's a real great... Important conversation, imperative conversation that the NCAA needs to have, that legislation needs to have. But how do we make sure that we ensure that these people do have financial opportunities that can better their futures for themselves, their families, and their future families? That way, they're not, you know, put in poor positions post career, and they're not dealing with the mental health issues that we've seen rise, especially post post pandemic. Even though we're still kind of in it, but as we're trying to transitioning back to quote unquote normalcy. I just don't want people to be in the headspace to where they're so glorified for what they do in sport and they then become, you know, they feel worthless outside of all the hoopla and the lights and the camera and the blitz. So take that three cents for what it is. Just know that I'm always here to lend it. And you can find me at Locked On Can at Locked On ACC at Candace D Cooper. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Make sure you download the pod from wherever you listen to podcasts, and make sure you check out some of my friends. The Locked On NBA Draft has the big boards of Raphael Barlow. He gets it done up there. The NFL NBA Draft is going to be exciting. There are a lot of good players from the ACC that are looking to get their name called. they are about four or five over there from Duke, right? And there's guys that, of course, from other schools that we will love to talk about throughout this spring, going into summer, as well as some of the guys in, from former ACC players that are heading into the NBA Finals. Lots to discuss, fun times happening here on the Locked on ACC podcast. Make sure you come back tomorrow for Freestyle Friday, with is Drake. It's going to be a good time for Candace Cooper. Until next time.